0: Hello there, friends, and welcome to Down the Yellow Brick Pod, your enchanted passport and sometimes twister over the rainbow and down a yellow brick rabbit hole as we pull back the curtain on American culture's most visited
1: fairyland. We are your co-hosts, Tara and MK, your good trouble witches of the concrete jungle here to preserve the rustic emeralds of yesteryear and reimagine an Oz for today and future generations. This season... Our third, we return to Baum and the turn of the 20th century, finishing up our remaining 13 books in the original Oz series penned by first royal historian of Oz himself, L. Frank Baum, and published between 1904 and 1920 posthumously.
0: And then we return to Oz, taking up residency in Disney's dark, disturbing, and kind of delayed fantasy sequel of the Kinder Trauma Age, scarring viewers since 1985, a near 50 years after the MGM release. Wheelers in shock therapy and screaming heads. Oh my, we are in for a wild ride. Buckle up, babies
1: off the pod feel free to visit our insta at down the yellow brick pod for an accompanying technicolor scrapbook as well as our patreon pod squad where we continue the escapism and entertainment with bonus content from tiny oz concerts think coffee shop style covers and mashups of Aussie tunes our yellow brick vlogs exclusive episodes monthly parties with occasional special guest drop-ins and giveaways, and more behind-the-scenes shenanigans. As a community-funded podcast, our Patreons are truly our backbone, our people. So consider joining our pod squad today. It would make our day.
0: Now, may the world of Oz continue to be a bewitching escape in bewildering years, nostalgic and nuanced, and a magical refuge where two gals in New
1: York City can cross yellow brick roads with wonders like you. Hey, M. to Oz? To Oz!
0: <laughs> what do we do? You say, hey, Chair. <laughs> She'll leave it. <laughs> What do we do? You say, hey, Tara. Hey, Tara. There's something cool that I know that you don't. What? No, that's what you're supposed oh. to do. You're supposed <laughs> to be like, I know something, you make me guess whatever it is, right? That's how oh, we start Oh, for our, these. for our, how do we do this again? We don't remember. Welcome
1: to season three. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: <clears throat>
1: hey, Tara. You're
0: surprising me, right, Am? I'm surprising you <laughs> with something. Yes. Hey, Tara. Hi, Am. Hi, have... <laughs> Hi,
1: season three. Hi, season three. I have a question for you about a quote from The Marvelous Land of Oz, which is a book that we are discussing. Today, yes, it this is, is a fact.
0: <laughs> this Yes, it is. Okay. Okay. Here's a quote. There's quotes in this book. There the are way. quotes. There are quotes where I was Hashtag like, quotes. life yeah. lessons. Yeah. Thank you, Scarecrow. Thank you, Jack Pumpkinhead. Well,
1: that those are my questions. Is, okay. Like, do you agree with this quote? Because there are also some quotes that I was like, excuse moi. Okay. All right. This Ooh, is later on section. Yeah. Okay. This is later on in the book. So the Scarecrow says to the Pumpkinhead, I believe. Quote, your mathematics seem to me very like a bottle of mixed pickles. The more you fish for what you want, the less chance you have of getting it. I am certain that if the thing can be accomplished at all, it is in a very simple manner. The more you fish for what you want, the less chance you have of getting it. Thoughts. Is this wisdom? Is this lies? I
0: feel a little bit of the Einstein in there of, like, trying the same thing over and over again and not, like, bearing new results is, like, a definition of insanity. Right. I feel a little bit of that in what the Scarecrow means. Like, if you're just... Like, I see fishing as, like, his usage of fishing as time-wasting. Right. Or doing, like, the hustle in a way, too. Or doing the doing the movement that doesn't really garner any results, right? That's what I feel his
1: word fishing is which fishing is an interesting word. To me, and what's the last part of that quote again? I'm certain that if the thing can be accomplished at all, it is in a very simple manner.
0: That is not true. That is some, a lie. <laughs> for some things in my life, but I do think I think once you get to like, let's say, like, a major goal, like, wanting to be a published author, wanting to be on a Broadway stage. Right. I think when you finally do get that big brass ring thing that we have deemed brass rings, brass because ring. all of that, this ring. is all constructs, we are very aware, but they are, like, deemed as, like, what legitimizes people, right? Right. Um, I think when it does work out, it does feel simple, though. But... Yeah, there's a lot of on scene fishing that you had to do before you could get that, that brass thing. that brass bass baby.
1: Get that brass sea. bass! <laughs> oh my god, Hans, you're the so, woggle bug.
0: So, oh my gosh, the woggle bug is my puns. soul. I know. I la- I, I love cackled. The I cackled
1: when I was reading. She's just like, hi guys, okay. <laughs> hey, I'm here. I love I these characters. I... Can't wait. I think I agree with your thoughts. I took it as. I, I get a little I get a little frustrated with like You need to just let things come to you and let go. Because I think coming from, like, a religious background, it's like, just pray for things to happen. And it's like, but you also have to do stuff.
0: Right. You also have to (laughs)
1: act. Like, sending prayers. Like, (laughs) that can be lovely, but you also, what else can you send? You know? Can you reach out and be like, hey, let's have a phone call? You know? I don't know. I think there can be a mixture of... There's a difference. It just made me feel like, oh. I I definitely (laughs) took it as, like... I want to be on Broadway, so the more I try, <laughs> is that bad? Should I, like, just sit here? I don't know.
0: <laughs> no, I think it's calling out, like, hamster wheel action. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Hamster wheel action instead of just, like, living and existing in your life and yeah, expressing yourself. Because that usually feels pretty good and is quite simple because we all know what our heart wants. Like if we right. get quiet and listen, this is true. So I think that's, I find it to be very interesting, but also like I would punch him if
1: he said that to me. <laughs> I would punch him. And then I'd be like, I mean, the, he's I, not the, second, wrong. the second part I do, I'm like, this is true. A lot of things in my life that have happened, it didn't maybe feel simple, but it felt like I was being carried in the moment. On maybe, this yeah. Current. You know? Yeah. 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 If that's it what feels it like you're like something. The, the things that have fallen apart in my life have been things where I was like, trying so hard to make it work and it was like not logistically yeah, like even a possible peg yes feeling yeah in a round hole. well that's just one of the many many wild quotes in this book that we are kicking off our third season with. you've got me scratching my noggin scratch that noggin honey yeah we're so excited to be back join us friends
0: day's end. Great. That means we did a season one. We did. And a season two. Did you
1: know that we did a season? I apparently thought we were on season four. I don't
0: know. You said season two. Did I say two? You were like season two. It's like, where have you been?
1: What are you? None of that happened. I don't know where we are.
0: (laughs) What am I promoting? But it's true though. This season feels different because we are not really in the same existence as we were when we started this podcast. We are in a reopened world almost post pandemic. Not quite. Like, for instance, Today, cancellation of one of my chess lessons to to my child having COVID. So we're like still not really out of like COVID still being like the worst like Debbie Downer (laughs) like ever. (laughs) We're still not fully out, but we are like feeling like it's kind of back. We're back to. Our lives feeling very fast again, which feels a little bit more disorienting now because we now know what it, what the last two years showed us is it doesn't have to be like that. But then it's like, (laughs) wait, like we were saying with this quote, like, how do I still go after the things that I want without burning my,
1: my lamp out. out? Yes.
0: So. We're, back we're to... in a different world, and we're navigating being podcasters who don't live together anymore, too, This is friends. a big
1: change. Yes, yes we're change. currently recording in my new home. Yes. um, Which is just wild. But yeah. it feels like you live here, too. It
0: feels right. Like, we honestly, because we talk so much. <laughs> we like, voice memo. The roommate we relationship podcast yeah. going on. Yeah, like the roommate relationship still feels like a truth, even though we
1: don't. I still refer to you and Patrick. I'll be like, my roommates Same. and I hung out. And Same family. are like, wait, what? <laughs> you by yourself. Ever roommates. Yeah. yeah. They're confused.
0: Yeah, and I only, like, I call whenever I'm like, I'm going into M's room. Like, I just say that yeah. whenever. If now, you ever
1: called it anything room. else, I would be very upset. M's room is my reading room and yoga room. No. And my energy still <laughs> fills it with good vibes.
0: But yeah, we're still in, like, transitions, too. Oh, yeah. As, like, sure. M is landed into a new space. Patrick, third roommate, and I are looking at moving as well, but also just at this crossroads of, like... Do we, like, blow up our lives? Do we go somewhere completely different? Or do we the stay in the city? The eternal question. The internal. <laughs> or do we stay in the city and, yeah. like, redefine our Emerald Cities within here, like... Um, so graciously gave me the gift of yesterday of going to my first ever Emerald City, which is Times Square, the Broadway. Times Square, which strikes <laughs> again. <laughs> the Broadway names. We had fun. And we had so much fun. I truly felt like a little kid, and I truly oh felt gosh. that magic, So that was really that nice. That was so fun. And it made me love being a New Yorker, too. <sighs> like, So thank you, Em, for yes. that.
1: But, yeah, yesterday so was cool. a day when I was like, why would I live anywhere else, you know? Yeah, it was a I good love one.
0: it. It was a good one. It was a good day. A very, very good day. So yeah, we're we're riding some transitions as Mm -hmm. we also transitioned from like a really weird winter season to like this spring that now feels like (laughs) May today. It was January yesterday. Yesterday was frigid. It's just all today I'm sweating. All over the place. So here we are. Mama Nature is with us, I guess. She's here. And we are escaping to Oz. So I thought we'd start with a little check in M. Yeah. Okay, what are you checking at the door? What twister are you checking at the door? Ooh, so twister. You, can, you can just arrive here and we can go into like the medicine that is Oz for us because that is what Oz has become, is our, oh, let me process my life through these metaphors. Let me see if I could see my journey in this world and shed some light and love on it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, what, what you, am I checking, are you checking at, at the, the door, door, baby?
1: What are you checking at the door? Checking at baggage plates. <laughs>
0: don't want to carry on that baggage
1: claim (laughs) where is my slip um oh man I mean there's so so many things I could say oh I think I'm checking at the door a big thing that I have noticed is I've I don't know how long it's been happening maybe maybe since the top of this year I've really noticed it (laughs) of course it's a street cleaner (laughs) Oh. Again, it's fine. Or a New, truck. New York <clears throat> is still here, everyone. Oh, yeah. And just so you know, yeah. You, you will still be hearing the <laughs> we, sounds Our of the
0: sounds city. are definitely better. Our equipment's better. We but New York, York is, is...
1: She's still there. It's still persistent. Right there, baby. <laughs> um, I have been really feeling very fatigued physically, and I've talked to you about this. Like, I... I think since the start of the pandemic, I really have noticed a drop in my energy, like physical energy, not my personality energy, but I get very out of breath, like (laughs) walking upstairs and, and not just in a like, oh, I should go work out way, which is totally valid. It feels just like a deeper, I don't know what it is like, I, I think it's just from obviously being in a pandemic and not going about my usual, like, you know, commuting every single day. Like today I don't leave this apartment, you know? And I think that's really affected my body. And I think it would be an easy, not an easy, I think it would be just like, I could get back into it, but now it's kind of like a mental block of like, I've never really felt this fatigued before or this, I don't want to say out of shape, but like I don't feel like I could go dance a show or anything right now. Like, I would be dead on the floor. Dance on um, eight count. <laughs> I think I would be so I out of I think that red, would be hard you for know? me, too. And it's, <laughs> yeah. And it's very easy while to... While singing? Sh- while singing? No. Yeah. Like, it's very easy to shame myself and be like, remember when you danced every day? You know? And now I'm like, wow, that feels so far away. Same. So I'm, I'm checking, that life. yeah, I'm checking that and just giving myself some grace. I do have the intention now that it's getting warmer. I live very close to Central Park now, which is exciting. And I see people running by every day <laughs> and I'm like, I could, I could join. There's a, a lot of people. That's a free workout right that's there. That's a free workout. It's just so hard in the winter. Um, So now that it's warmer. And I think running is like, you're either a runner or you're like, meh. I have dabbled. I've dabbled too. I I struggle with running. I enjoyed it at one point when I was very, when I like was training for a half marathon and then I ran the half marathon, but literally the day after the half marathon, I like never ran again. I was like, I don't want to do as Goal completed. Yeah, (laughs) goal (laughs) completed. So yeah, that's been bothering me lately, but I, it's a, it's a goal to kind of just ease myself back into building my endurance again. You could do a plank for, like, 10 seconds, and that would be better
0: than that. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yes. like, just do – like, something well, that makes you feel strong. Yeah. I have to do that to yeah. myself because I – not to get too deeply into, like, body dysmorphia or just, like, right. past problems with eating and working out. I used to, like, work out, like, three hours a day wow. in college. Wow. Oh like, that gosh. was, and, and, like, that was what I lived by. And then when I got away from college and realized I didn't have three hours to devote That's a long to time. dancing and working <laughs> out, I was, like, well, then I can't do it. But it's, like, no, wait, you can do something for five minutes. Yes.
1: No, I, I, To feel I, yes. good. It's mostly yes.
0: to, like, feel good and feel strong. Like, I I don't do any of this to, like, lose weight, technically. Right. Like, I like to feel, like, that my body feels strong. Yeah. That's and I'm with you. I'm going through the same,
1: the same. Oh, little steps. Yeah, little steps. doesn't have to be an hour every day. It can I be see your twister, short. baby. My twister. Thank you. Yeah. Tell me about your twister that you're checking at the, the door, room. honey. You know it. The, twi- <laughs>
0: the twister came in. The,
1: twi- <laughs> the twister came in.
0: So Emma's being so gracious and holding such space for me today because yesterday my like world blew up just like a little bit. Ugh, just hate having when that. Happens. Yeah. But just having some concerns for. Family stuff, Um, my mom isn't feeling good, so I was checking in on her this morning and just were, like, very unsure of, like, why she isn't feeling well. She has some um, pre-existing medical conditions, too, so, you know, there's just, like, high alert Mm -hmm. always in those situations. And then having some – it's a problem at my work that I have to address and be the big girl in and (sighs) put my foot down in. Yeah. And I don't want to. But I have to, and it's requiring a lot of energy because I can't, I'm going to be honest on the podcast, because you know what? These this people the don't space. listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I could say this here, like, I can't say what I actually feel because right. that's unprofessional yes. Yes. <laughs> and not okay. Like, so I have right. to do some of the like, okay, how do I phrase this? So it's productive diplomatic, and it's way. like, it's business, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's like leaves out emotions. It leaves out and like, I can just move on it's and important. like, kind of wipe my hands of whatever just has occurred um, but yeah I'm proud of mm. myself for like doing what I had to do yesterday which was basically like great to some parents about some students of mine yeah. but um, <clears throat> yeah it's never fun it's so hard to
1: especially like. I want to be the cool mom, you know. I know. I feel you fully. Those are not fun moments, and you feel a little bit like you have to be cold, which I don't think we enjoy being cold. No, and
0: like when I as your like your chess tutor fairy godmother come fluttering in, I don't yeah. want to be a bad cop. I want to be the bad guy, disciplining. Like that's not my job. Like I'm not a babysitter. No. Like I, like here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Chess tutoring is a huge privilege, and I hope the kids all know that they have a huge privilege in their life. That the fact that they have someone coming in to like (laughs) focus on the growth of their brain and play, I should not be telling them how to be respectful. That's not my job.
1: You know, it should be a given. It
0: should be a given. And like, I don't know where that stands for a lot of, you know, New York children. (laughs) Not to get all, you know, all too into it, but I work with various kinds of kids, and, like, Mm -hmm. this morning I had one of my favorite students who just was, he's hilarious and, like, loves it and always says thank you, you know, and that's, that's the energy I respond
1: the best to and does, frankly, deserve. 100%.
0: (laughs) Frankly, deserve, and, like, I deserve to give that energy to them,
1: too. You are, you should be on the same level as their teacher, you know? Yeah. Like, how kids are expected to respect their teacher yeah. and listen to them yeah. as a positive authority figure in their lives the you should be at the same level you know <laughs> right so i think it's hard when you are going into kids homes yeah you know i'm sure you've discovered that yeah, they're like la, la, i can do School's whatever homes, i want yeah. you know but i'm sorry that you are experiencing that and Sadly, I don't think it'll be the last time. No, you'll have not to be the last time. <laughs> do this, and it is wild, but... y'all.
0: Like, what can come up for me, like, with some of these interactions? Is like my little six year old inside of me. Of course. It's like, whoa, yeah. That was mean. Or, like, you know...
1: I feel bullied.
0: Yeah, I feel bullied in this moment. Right. Um, Like, it's so present with me. So, like, I feel a little bit of, like, protecting that part of me who did not protect herself when she was little. And, like, you know, the old whatever the girls would say. It's all so silly, but it's all so true and real. So So I'm navigating a lot of this stuff right now. And, like, also really trying to separate my emotions and be business profesh. Mm -hmm. And here we are, landing in Oz... Landing shall we get
1: into our bullet points oh my gosh we're bringing them back y'all for the whole book or just like this book. is like disgusting this was so hard my I, first bullet took me through like the first chapter and i was like Ooh, oh oh this is rough
0: <laughs> i think i should go first because i think you nailed it oh my god okay. like I, I haven't even read mine Let's out loud see. yet so this okay. is gonna be like clunky donkey. To hear, i'm excited okay so here is bullet points for 1904s the marvelous <laughs> Land of Oz, being an account of the further adventures of the Scarecrow and the Woodman, The commonly best title. Into the Land of Oz. The best title. The sequel to The Wonderful the Wizard Se- of Oz.
1: <laughs> wow, what Like, how title. many things can how we say? How many titles do we need? <laughs> okay. Bullet point number one! <laughs> we are in it. Shall we return to Oz?
0: Yeah, this time without our Sunday gingham or Toto too, oh. but an Oz native, an orphaned boy named Tip of the Barney the Dinosaur shade at Gillikin country, the North Quadrant of Oz, a child with mysterious past and now the reluctant ward. Unpaid paid gardener and firewood collector of a nasty hedge witch known as Mumby, who he decides to give a little fright one day by fashioning together a man, a man made out of a pumpkin, rags, and wood, rightfully named Jack Pumpkinhead, while she's out at the Traitor Monarch of Moe's. Did you see what I did there? (laughs) At Trader Bob, stop! stop. It said she went to go get she groceries. Went I said to what?
1: Get I was like, she's a witch. Where? What are what? the grocery stores in Oz? Now she no more. She went to the black
0: market. Ooh,
1: black market. That's, this is true.
0: But lo and behold, Mambi's no fool when she stumbles upon the trick, casting a trick herself by seasoning the pumpkin with her newly acquired powder of life she got from the black market of Oz. <laughs> and lo and behold, Jack is now alive! And Mombi's I... revenge streak is set ablaze, determined to turn Tip into a marble statue. But Tip is not having Mombi's threats, escaping Mombi's witch cottage in the night with the powder of life in his hand and his Frankensteined pumpkin, who sweetly calls him Father as he expresses his many curiosities about the world and his wooden vegetable body (laughs) while they are on the run, animating a wooden sawhorse to life, too, to make it easier for Jack to move more swiftly and get them to His Majesty the Scarecrow via Yellow Brick Road, of course. But giddy-up! The sawhorse sets off at a brisk tempo, leaving Tip unnoticed behind and on foot while Jack and the sawhorse find themselves meeting the scarecrow. And Tip, General... Ginger, welcome, 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 girl, leading the all-female identifying army of the revolt, ready to overthrow the Emerald City and restore Oz to female and femme control. Yes. Though slightly tyrannical, culminating in an eventual second escape as Tip, Jack, and the sawhorse reunite and flee the fallen city and seamstress soldiers, this time with the Scarecrow to find refuge with Nick Chopper, who in Winky's country... That Nick was
1: Chopper. was That was one. That was one. <laughs>
0: Okay, number two. Excellent work. Thanks to the musical extravaganza, we come to know the newly nickel-plated Tin Woodman now as Nick Chopper, emperor, though it should be king, of winky country who pledges with his axe to help our crew retake the Emerald City, but oh no. No one knows that Ginger is now working with Mombi, who wants Tip back because her new statue plans were ruined, creating an illusion chorus of sunflower stalks to delay our friends. But they know better, and now have the help of the highly magnified and thoroughly educated oh, Wogglebug. Love him. Does everyone in Oz get a title? Mm-hmm. And the freaking queen of field mice! She's back! Who outsmart the rest of Mommy's illusions, from a wall of granite to a wall of fireballs, who send mice troops to scare the female army because women are clearly afraid of mice. And lo, lo and behold, again, it works! And our motley crew retakes the city, but are trapped, trapped like those field mice, inside as ginger and the pussycats still surrounds (laughs) all the corners causing our third flea of the book and third powder of life creation the gump to be made out of palace furniture Hmm. flapping them in a sofa chariot away from the emerald city and over the deadly desert that surrounds oz with a brief flight over that terrible outside world dorothy told them about and the threat of the Wogglebug becoming Green Turtle Soup by Ginger to a crash landing in Jackdaw's, a.k.a. Bird Thieves' Nest, (laughs) injuring our Gump's feather-fanned wings. Mmm. Okay. Bullet point three. God, look at this one. (laughs) Feeling like this is an end to their adventure with Jack Pumpkin's head... (laughs) to spoil, and a jackdaw attack feeling inevitable. Our crew find a Hail Mary in restuffing the Scarecrow with dollar dollar bills, y'all, after defeating the jackdaws, and in wishing pills in the very bottle that holds the powder of life that mends up the gump and takes them to find their final SOS friend, Glinda, the good witch of the South, who is ferocious in this book. She She's is fierce. She gets don't angry. Don't mess. Like, she is magic in this <sighs> book. Who throws shade just as soon as they arrive on the crown-stealing stuff that the Scarecrow brings up. That got me. I was like, mm-hmm. get it, girl. And mm-hmm. drops the bomb about King Pastoria and the rightful ruler of Oz being his daughter, who she wants to find and restore, discovering in her book of records that the wizard who overthrew King Pastoria was in seedy dealings with Mombi, suspecting she has concealed the rightful queen planning to march against Mombi and Ginger that we know are no match with their knitting needles <laughs> and negotiations begin with Glinda requesting a trade for Mombi which Mombi avoids with a classic body swap with the translator Jellia Jam, Love her. <laughs> sending her in her place, which Glinda quickly sees through. All the while, Mombi is disguising herself into a rose that happens to be the one that Nick Chopper takes a fancy to and plucks to wear. Accidentally carrying disguised Mombi out of the city after being granted permission to search for Mombi, which Glinda also catches in a little twitch of the rose. The witch then, in desperation, transforming into a griffin that is no uh. match for Glinda and the saw. Horse. That is a fierce ride. Mm-hmm. Returning to the camp in the Gump for Mombi's punishment, removing her magic completely, and using a truth pearl against her in interrogation of what happened to Ozma, who is the rightful ruler of Oz. Who is indeed Tip, who's been right under their noses this whole entire time? Who is then told to transform back to who he is supposed to be, which is a she, Princess Ozma of Oz, and assume the throne like her royal ancestors, which is the last magic Mombi performs before retiring in her old age. Bye. Ginger removed from power, and the war ending, and the true bromance of the Tin Woodsman and Scarecrow, vowing to never leave each other's side again.
1: That was my favorite detail. They like right off into
0: the sunset.
1: That was you and I. I was like, "That's Tara and I. We're never leaving." <laughs> Tara, you got every detail.
0: No, I did not. Missed you a lot.
1: Got every detail.
0: There's so much to be said. There
1: is a lot. This plot is wild, and I will say it's a
0: wild readers. One. I altered back and forth between yes. my text and my big Barnes and Noble first five novels Love that volume version. and the Eric Shanower
1: comics
0: and Scotty Young.
1: Oh, Marvel
0: Santa Boss comic book! Love that one. It was a lot. That comic book is amazing. The illustrations for Ginger are my favorite mm-hmm. thing in the world. She's like those comics are everything. Is it is it
1: Verunka Salt? Verunka Salt. Veruca Salt. Yeah.
0: She's Veruca Salt energy. Like, Veruca Salt grown up and, that like, feels right. crazed drunk on power. <laughs>
1: Ginger is fierce. And her outfit, I took special note. Oh, the, ra- like, like, yes. the rainbow skirt of all the colors. Of all the colors of Oz. And She's then, like, like you everyone. have to have the, the panel of your, like, land in front. I love it. It was so cool. There's so much to talk about. Tara, you crushed it. Thank All right, you, um, well, I'll do my best. Mine are quite quite missing in detail. Nope, I don't it's think so. a broader stroke, you know, just so you get like the tone.
0: Well, that's good, that's good. Here we go. Mine's a right run on set, that's okay. I love
1: it. Oh, Frank Baum returns to Oz, fun intended. <laughs> dedicating the second book in the Oz canon, The Marvelous Land of Oz, being an account of the further adventures of the Scarecrow and the Tin Woodman. To none other than David Montgomery and Fred Stone, Ugh. his hilarious pals from the OG Broadway production, which was at this time in history making a return to the Broadway stage, and introducing readers to a young boy named Tip, who is forced to do the bidding of an evil woman who is technically apparently not a witch named Mombie. Oh, she's not allowed. That's a little detail. We'll get into Wait, it. Where is that detail? She Mombi is not allowed to technically be a witch because, oh, because of, of all the, yes the yes. other witches. There's like only allowed to be one witch, which in our I baby have gym. thoughts on. Yeah, we should I chat have about thoughts
0: that. on that. I think that's a little not okay. It's a little
1: like. There can only be one female in power, you know? Like, What
0: about a female understudy? What about a swing? Right.
1: We can okay. have multiple. But okay. I just thought that was really you're funny. You're going to call out
0: Glinda someday <laughs> and was, then I can go on. You're going to
1: call out. I just <laughs> thought, it was, I really feel for momby. I she's do. She's like, yeah, she's an outcast. who like is turning against yeah, the was, society I and she's powerful it. as yes. anything. I just love that it was like, she was not allowed to be witch. I forgot that detail. Oh, Thank you so much you. for including that I in. I got that you. fantastic. Of course. Named Mombi, whom he, whom, whom Tip decides to frighten while she was out getting groceries by building a makeshift man with a pumpkin for a head. That's bullet point one. Yeah, we have a lot of ground to cover. Yes, you stopped early.
0: <clears throat> My bullet point one stopped at the fleeing of the Emerald City. That's
1: fantastic. <laughs> bullet point number two. What's this? Mombi has some tricks up her sleeve after her visit with Doctor Nicky Dick. <laughs> Nicky Dick. Is that right? Sprinkling the powder of life over the pumpkin and bring- Wait, him. did you name him nick We find out later with the wishing pills that his name is doctor Nicky dick Oh my gosh,
0: that's the, in the, in the Shirley Temple Land of Oz, Shirley Temple, they make that a bigger character. Yes. Got it. So
1: I, they don't I miss, say it. I'm
0: missing details. You're killing me already. I'm like loving this. They don't say oh, it in that, the... Oh yeah, Dr. famous wishing pills. They don't say it in
1: the beginning, but I pieced it together. That is, it is the same man. The same post. Yes, girl. She's a spy. <laughs> Deducing. After her visit with Dr. Nicky Dick, sprinkling the powder of life over the pumpkin and bringing him into existence, whom Tip ends up naming Jack Pumpkinhead, and escaping mommy's clutches to journey to the Emerald City. Along the way, they bring to life a wooden sawhorse and encounter the scarecrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Bring, bring this along. <laughs> and I Which, I have a question about that later. I love the sawhorse. He's okay. great. And encounter the Scarecrow, whose reign over the Emerald City is overtaken by an all-female army of revolt led by General Ginger, who
0: run them out of town. He doesn't care less about ruling that city. <laughs> he does not
1: care. I would be the Scarecrow. I'd be like, whatever. It's fine. Leading them to decide to seek the help of the Tin Woodman, also known as Nick Chopper. And along the way, meet the Wogglebug, who is both thoroughly educated and highly magnified. Bullet point number three. Excellent seeking the help of the queen of yes! the field Bryce, once more she's the best our, character. i love them. you're like YES! <laughs> our group descends upon the emerald city and runs ginger out of town when the scarecrow has the idea for everyone to build a flying contraption a gump is the is a gump like a real thing i should have i should have looked that up i was going to continue on i will research okay, gump. please do with the head of an elk and wings made out of huge emerald leaves, and journey towards Glinda They'd for help. Stop. Oh, God, what? Forrest Gump. <laughs> what is a Gump? Forrest Gump. What is, is a Gump? Is the Forrest answer? Gump? Um, keep going. Is keep he Gord. in this? Played by Tom Hanks. Um, they journey towards Glinda for help, along the way escaping the clutches of Jackdaws, and eventually concocting a plan to bring Mombi to tell the truth of Oz's history. There once was a king, Pastoria, whom mm. the wizard usurped. What a great word. What a great word. <laughs> I was just going to say I that. Usurped. I know. I know you'd like it. Usurp. Usurped. But Usurped. not before. Usurped. 29th. <laughs> All right. We're getting wild and I love it. But not before kidnapping his daughter. The wizard is a kidnapper. We're going to
0: talk about this. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this. We're, We're going to talk about this. this. We're, We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this. this. The wizard is a villain. Like he's he not, is a he's villain. He's not like a, a star of this book by any means. But, but he is a villain. It's like, whoa, he is they way worse than we retconned thought. him to be a villain. He is not just a bad wizard. He is he a bad He has stolen man. children.
1: He's a kidnapper. He is also a A bad baby man. nap. He has kidnapped he this child. But not before kidnapping his daughter, Ozma.
0: <laughs> just for your enjoyment. Off mic.
1: Words of the day. Um, This feels correct. could okay, continue on third. But not before kidnapping his daughter Ozma and having Mombi transform her into a boy, who we find out is Tip, who is convinced to once more transform back into his female form, as Ozma, <laughs> Tipetarius, from the land of the Gillikins, into his female form is as Ozma. Whereafter, she rules over Oz, hanging the talking gump's head on the wall, (laughs) with the scarecrow and Tid Woodman ruling over Winky Country together. And they all realize that what truly matters is contentment and
0: friendship. That's the last one. And a winky, wink,
1: wink. wink. The riches (laughs) of content. I. Thank you, Em.
0: I got you. You got me in, like, I'm ready to discuss We're now. ready to discuss. Gump means a foolish or dull-witted oh. person, as referred to by Miriam Webster.
1: Thank you, Miriam. Miriam? <laughs> Miriam? Miriam. <laughs> Miriam?
0: The marvelous Mrs. Maisel of Oz. Thank
1: you, Miriam. Um,
0: <laughs> I can't, Amazing. my brain. Um, yeah, so. Oh, wow. I, I Interesting. think he, you okay. know, he kind of invented a word. That's cute. In my writing class yesterday, we I had mean, to invent a word. I got to invent a word. You're just words. like bomb. I'm just like bomb. I invented flooper. I love inventing words.
1: My flooper word was right. my
0: word was flooper. It means I don't know how I got here, but here I am. But I'm here.
1: I have flooped my way. <laughs> flooped. My <laughs> Our listeners have flooped their way to this podcast. You listening here have flooped it. They're like, wow, they are rested and ready to...
0: We are not rested. (laughs) Don't tell them that. There's no rest. I'm definitely not. For the wicked.
1: No rest for the wicked. Okay, so we're here. I got some history. Tell us the history of this. i got some books. I cannot wait.
0: Okay, you know what? It felt really good to pick back up the annotated Wizard of haven't seen it since season one Oh, it's
1: been a hot min
0: so just want to presence like hey why was this written <laughs> hey why was this written why did there why was there a sequel why did this yeah. take off because this really wasn't happening at the time right. not a lot of book sequels not a lot of world building yet this is still mm-hmm. relatively like new territory there's no rules so, like, we could kind of credit Bomb a little bit in some of the rulemaking that would come.
1: He broke them. Yeah, well, yeah. there was none. He, there, he like, created he cre- Yeah, he created, like,
0: a, a new genre. <laughs> like, of, like, you know, epic Multiple fantasy. series. Yeah, yeah, series. Yeah. Okay, Even
1: though he so, wasn't very excited about it later on. <laughs>
0: right. Okay, so going to Michael Patrick Hearn mm-hmm. in our Annotated Oz... It says here, Baum had never lost his love for the theater. Now, the theater is a big reason to why this book even exists, okay? that feels right. And the success of the musical extravaganza gave him the confidence to seek other productions. He now juggled his career between children's books and librettos, unfortunately, despite the reputation of The Wizard of Oz and all the time he devoted to these projects, he could just not interest any producer in putting one of his plays on the stage. And when I think that is being referenced here, it's like not Oz plays. Like, he's trying to get away from Oz, okay. but he's not able to get another vehicle mo- moving. Mm-hmm. So he wrote a sequel to The Wizard of Oz with the intention of turning it into another musical extravaganza. Those sunflower illusions. Totally like a chorus of sunflower girls, right? Like, girls, girls,
1: girls. Girls, 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 forever. Same Legs. thing with, like,
0: the Ginger Army. Like, that's going to be a chorus of girls. Like, he really wrote with the intention of yes. making this a 100%. musical. 100%. Um, originally called The Further Adventures of the Scarecrow and Tin Woodman," that was the original title, nothing else. Hmm. A title, it says here, no one liked. <laughs> I'm like, really? The story was tailored to the talents of Montgomery and Stone. Yeah. For those who do not know, they are the original actors to portray... The Scarecrow and the Tin Winman in the Broadway the musical Broadway. Extravaganza, who I um, mentioned already are in the, the book jacket yeah. of this original book. Like, they're actually that's in the book jacket. There's a picture of them oh, yes. in the cover, which is nuts. Yeah. And then there's this beautiful dedication yeah, that has... Yeah, really cute. Yeah, and it's like the illustrations are of John Arneal, which, welcome. Yes, welcome John. Welcome John Arneal. He's new to the game. We have never talked about him. We've no. been with WWD. In the wonderful Wizard of Oz, but we know from our time there, WWD and LFB (laughs) did not get along well and just cut ties and kind of pretended that the other did not exist and continued to, like, go do their own Oz things because they both had ownership of Oz. But WWD obviously did not get the lasting stamina that Bomb did in the world, but it's almost like they pretended like Wizard of Oz never happened. It's very odd. It's an interesting Um, thing. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um Riley and Britain. Yeah. They're new. Welcome. Publishers. Here they are. They're big. Yep. They're
1: with us. They're, for ne- they're a new. They're new though. Yep. They're
0: new. That's this is true. like this is like their they're first. New. Yeah, they're new. they're new. They're new. They're new. They're on the scene. Riley and Britain brought out, it says here, I wanna like Brought out, as a very odd phrase, the marvelous land of Oz with illustrations by John Arneal, hey, 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 a young Philadelphia newspaper artist chosen by the publishers. So not by Baum, chosen right. by the publishers. It was just as successful as The Wizard of Oz and established a long line of Oz books. Baum immediately adapted it as the Wogglebug. Let's do it! With <laughs> lyrics by Baum and music by Frederick Chapin.
1: Chapin. Sure.
0: He was unable to secure and Stone in the end.
1: They, I heard, they did not want to do I it. I heard they said no type of our casting. bodies hurt
0: <laughs> i heard that's what they said our bodies our hurt our bodies we don't want to play these roles forever i can see
1: that it's so much it's makeup a trap and, and Yeah. Uh, oh, it's like it's a, a trap. it's a golden handcuff it right Is flow yeah. in the commercials
0: right <laughs> where it's where Flo, you're like i i mean get it flow but but at least she's not like contorting her body into weird shapes yeah she's just she's just like cute <laughs> she's <laughs> um it was labeled the show was la- labeled one of the worst failures of the summer of 1905 <laughs> oh no <laughs> labeled a kitty show it discouraged Aww. adults from coming although the score was praised
1: Ooh. the libretto and performers were flat sorry <laughs>
0: flat bomb had promised the chicago trim tribune that should i ever attempt another extravaganza or dramatize another of my books i mean to profit by the lesson mr mitchell has taught me with the wizard of oz that's the producer and sacrifice personal preference to, to the demands of those i shall expect to purchase admission tickets but he had not learned his lesson from mitchell for he failed to refashion his fairy tale to the demands of sophisticated theater Public, so this would then lead him into something we'll touch upon later: the queer visitors from the marvelous land of us. That would mm-hmm. be the immediate follow up to the book. So the book's a success; the theater show is a flop.
1: Yes. Um.
0: Oh, Wogglebug! The
1: Wogglebug. I wish we could. We'll have get into seen that more. That.
0: We'll have a little honorable mention episode at yeah. the end of our book season that will like go into some of the fun adaptations. So. Anything yeah. you want to share on Wogglebug before we woggle bug away?
1: Before we <laughs> No, I just am sad that it ran less than a month. Like oh I these are the moments when I'm like Bomb was trying though. He was he was doing things.
0: At least he's the star author of He's the star author. Of Riley in Britain.
1: Yeah. And at this time, so just so we know, in 1903. What was happening? The OG Wizard of Oz on Broadway closed in October. Ah, it reopened. It, then it reopened in 1904, like in March through May. I don't think I knew that. Like it had a, I know it, it came had a back. pandemic shutdown, and it, then they came and then they're were like, we're back. "We're back! We're reopened, March through May." Then it's like what Mamma Mia did when Mamma Mia was on Broadway right. when they transferred theaters, then they, they took like a pause, You're yeah, right. yeah. And then The Marvelous Land of Oz was published in July of 1904, and then just so we know, in 1905, after this, Baum was trying to make this amusement park. Happened That was marvelous Land of Oz themed. So he's he's doing a lot at this time. He's
0: in Disney waves right now. Got it. Early Disney waves. Mm-hmm. This is from The Real Wizard of Oz, The Life and Times of L. Frank Baum by Rebecca Lon Crane. She just talks a little bit about like how this book poured out of him. Baum wrote intuitively, Mm. without much pre-planning. His story is developed organically, and this sometimes meant he forgot the details of his previous stories and inconsistencies arose. But perhaps Oz wasn't supposed to be a fixed, determined place, but one as flexible and shape-shifting as the imagination that created it. Hmm. In this sequel, the Emerald City appears to be truly green. We'll talk more about this. Yeah, confused. Don't love – I don't love this detail that he added in, like, the purple, purple for the Gillikin country, the green, green, green for the Emerald right. City. Tip doesn't wear the glasses. Everyone else wears the glasses. I know. Like, I'm there's very a lot confused of, about that. There's a lot of discrepancies, yes. inconsistencies. Yes. Yes. Um, yes, the Emerald City is actually green rather than just having the tinted spectacles on. Um, and the wizard had real magic skills. <laughs> right. Like he's... He can actually do stuff. He actually can do stuff. And <laughs> I don't know how we're going to get to like, how does Ozma forgive him for what right. he did to her? Where are her parents? Did they get killed?
1: Pastoria? Yeah. Like, I don't know. know we don't know.
0: I'm so sure. All shook. I know is the wizard
1: kidnapped her. Yeah. And As of right took now, took over yes. the throne, and we don't know where Pastoria went. Quick note on this. I do know. You do know? From
0: reading. You read ahead? I, no. I read... I think this was in, like, <laughs> a page... I think this might be from the Oz wiki page on Marvel's oh, okay. Land of Oz. They said that kids... Or maybe it was an article I was reading about this book. I wish they I could source retconned. the material.
1: They retconned,
0: right? Kids That's... wrote in, being like, why is the wizard... Yeah awful. Why is he mean? We love him. And then they had to be
1: like, no. So he
0: backtracked. Yeah. he.
1: I think he was gonna make (laughs) the wizard a villain. I really
0: think he was, like, on way to make the wizard, like, very shady. I
1: actually applaud him, because nowadays I feel like an author, I could see an author being like, it's my choice, and I have my own artistic choices you know but i like that he, he was like kids be he was like oh yeah that takes humility to be like ooh, they don't like it okay i'll change what i did you know
0: he like lets it sit in this novel and then it but then it like gets brushed over which i want yeah. us to try to connect like okay we like, should have a timeline <laughs> yeah like we, or we should like try to connect like this happened let's not ignore it
1: you kidnapped
0: you kidnapped someone or at least the and rumors are forgiven yeah yeah okay Cool, again cool, cool, cool. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Bomb didn't simply return to us to produce a new book for children. Yes, she even is noting, like, he clearly wrote this to become another profitable, profitable musical extravaganza.
1: 100%.
0: Same thing as we mentioned before, he wanted his favorite comedians to be back on stage, Montgomery and Stone. Yeah. Um, yes, she even notes, like, oh, gosh, the girls, girls, girls. Girls, girls, girls. The opportunities just to have, like, this army of ladies just brandishing their knitting needles.
1: <laughs> I love the knitting needles.
0: I mean, they are excellent. I love that she notes, they force the men of the city to do all the housework while they eat fudge and drape themselves in emeralds pried from the city's walls with their knitting needles.
1: Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. I mean, it was a
0: best seller. And I bet. I it's be-
1: very well. I enjoy it. Review said
0: Baum's reputation is a creator of fairy myths worthy of rank with Hans Christian Andersen. So he's like wow. now raising in like prominence. Just like legacy is starting to become something. Yeah. Um, everyone loved John Arneil's drawings too. I love them. Do you want to share anything on Mister Neal? Sure. Oh yeah, he drew Mom. Ma- I like how he drew Mombi. I just really like his drawings. He's, she gave me old European folktales. yeah, yeah, vibes. And the sawhorse and the Gump, I love so
1: much. Yeah, he is from. He was born in Philly, your your town, Philly, in eighteen seventy. My pit stop. Your but pit. That's stop. That's my pit stop town. Your pit <laughs> stop. Um, he he like would draw for the school newspaper. He was in a fine arts school, but he dropped out, and because quote he said they have nothing to teach me. <laughs> Kind of amazing.
0: Kind of, um... Pretty fantastic. Kind of uh, cocky there, than sir. Kind of a little bit
1: <laughs> too confident, perhaps. He was a the staff artist. His are good, though. They're I, so I good. I really like what he does to the world of us. I really like them. I don't love... I think I'm feeling him more than done Dorothy. The portrayal of Dorothy. Don't get ahead, baby. I know. We're going to have a
0: whole moment for that. That's like a
1: sit down. That is like sip the tea let's talk yes
0: it's like dorothy's change from like little brunette Don't to like that. baby blonde doll but
1: i guess that's that's not his who knows what happened anyway but yes he we've got lots to talk about we ha- yes he would illustrate for newspapers um and as you mentioned he was commissioned to illustrate for the marvelous land of oz um and from what i know he went on to illustrate every other bomb book and actually beyond
0: Ruth, he said hey ruth yeah. what's up I'll, i'm I'll here stay. And here. he said, I got some in me. Wonder City of Oz? I love you it. You got it. He
1: has another random one. He does. He's a... the Wagons oh, of Oz. Is. That's it. The Lucky, Scallowagons. of Oz. Lucky Bucky in Oz. Lucky Bucky. That's in the 40s. Riley and Lee are also involved with that. Wow. Yes. And he has, his last work was The Runaway in Oz. Yes. Wow. They're,
0: yes. So he. <gasps> this is like the Whoa. start of his
1: legacy with... Yes, with Oz. Go ahead. I just, uh, yeah, sorry. I saw something cool. So you're exactly right. Yes, Mm -hmm. this is his legacy as well. He continues it. His last work, The Runaway in Oz, was drafted before his death. Yes. But the full illustrations were never finished, and Riley and Lee decided not to publish the manuscript. However, Neil's widow kept the manuscript safe, and in 1995, it was finally published mm-hmm. by Books of Wonder and edited yes. and illustrated by Eric Shanower, whom you mentioned earlier with the comics. Yes. Okay, that's insane. He
0: also got dubbed the Royal Painter of Us. Like, Beautiful. They named him that as like the Royal Historian was what Baum was being known as. Wow. Um, but M. Um, yeah. He also tried to do a adult series that didn't really go anywhere with Bomb called The Fate of the Crown. Tell us. Yeah, okay. It says here, Neil's newspaper series, Children's Stories That Never Grow Old, was reissued in a book form by Riley and Britton starting in 1908 and remained in print into the 1920s. In 1906, he illustrated the serialization of Bomb's The Fate of a Crown, which is interesting. It's an me- adventure melodrama, um, his first novel for an adult readership, bomb, and it was released under a pseudonym, Skylar Stanton, which was a name for a recently deceased maternal uncle, Skylar Stanton, the Skylar Stanton. <laughs> um, but course. this was like a little other side project they had. So they were not even just doing us together. They had this like adult novel that is a mystery and there's a revolution and within it. Yes, it's. Oh, a Republican sympathizer. I mean, it's an adult novel! Okay. There's police stations, murder! We, Plantations!
1: We might need to read this.
0: No, I don't think so. <laughs> There's a facing of a firing squad! But here's what's interesting this is what mm-hmm. I wanted to know. It employed real figures of contemporary history and current event in the book, which makes me think of Devil in the White City, which I is was like just gonna say a dramatized, feels like a
1: non-fiction yeah. book, Yeah,
0: but definitely like amped up so you can like buy What's into the, the drama. What's the title of
1: this one again? The Fate
0: of a Crown. The Fate of the a Crown. With the follow-up book being Daughters of Destiny.
1: <laughs> Who knew? It sounds wild. Right? I Hold was like,
0: that? bomb, what? But under a pseudonym. So this would probably wow. be lost. I think it's been reprinted in two thousand. Eight, yes. Reprint it in a paperback edition, so search those Amazon used and eBay. Go check it out.
1: I'm a fan of his artwork for sure. I really love it. I love the colors. I just love like apparently he's very well known for this like pencil kind of like fine line shadowing shadowing style. Um, his details are lovely. The details are great. I prefer him to Duncil's so far. I feel like he captured the spirit of bomb. Hey Tara, are you an avid collector and digester of the classics?
0: Yes, Em, um, I grew up on what's the story Wishbone.
1: <gasps> Ooh, and are you also a sucker for a beautiful book cover? Yes, I
0: love Bookstagram.
1: Well Tara, I couldn't recommend Wordsworth Classics more. Ooh, tell me more, tell me more. Not only is Wordsworth Classics eye candy concerned with producing quality books at the lowest price possible, Wordsworth also has an assortment of different collections from practical and paperback to collector's editions and hardcover available for both individual purpose and for supplying schools. Released just last year in 2021, is their exclusive collection featuring a dreamy and freshly illustrated poppy field cover of, you guessed it, none other than the wonderful Wizard of Oz, She Gorge. And we highly encourage you to check it out. Wordsworth Classics is a partner with UK based Wordsworth Editions as the sole distributor of their classic books in North America. Visit at Wordsworth Classics and at Wordsworth Editions on IG for more and revisit your favorite timeless heroes and heroines again and again. Your bookshelf will also thank you.
0: Okay, um, I am very curious to hear Uh what was your favorite color plate from Uh The Marvelous Land of Oz before we get into the text, because there's some gorge illustrations. We have lots of beautiful scenes are. that are put that are put into full color, and there's also a lot of like black and white renderings throughout the book too that are awesome. Some which of the, I love the detailing. There's something. Uh-huh. I gotta presence this right now, <laughs> right this second. There's a scene in Mombi's cottage, if you will.
1: Mombi's cottage
0: made me laugh a lot that she has like (laughs) a book here it is she has a book that's like hanging from her ceiling on a chain and the book is called (laughs) og hawk gibbery gub gub dreams odd hawk is that her memoir
1: um she's working on it it's not published yet (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. That was like, what a random detail. Oh my
1: gosh. I love mommy. She's, she gives me a ev- uh, evil queen, Snow White vibes.
0: Like, like the, hag, the, the hag. Yeah, in witch. the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Totes. Yes, she also,
1: she really does. This,
0: she also has different shoes on in a lot of the different drawings.
1: <laughs> she loves
0: shoes. She switches her shoes up. Just want to <laughs> note that.
1: She's not allowed to be a witch. So she compensates by her shoe collection.
0: Yeah, we need to talk more about that because I'm still not okay with the fact that I know. she's a shunned woman.
1: She's shunned.
0: But, <laughs> back to so. color plates. Yeah, what's your favorite color plate? Oh my of them goodness!
1: All? Oh, it's so hard. Well, too. You mentioned that there are some really great black and white. I just love the dedication page with Stone and yes. Montgomery or the Scarecrow Tin Woodman. It's just so cute. They look so mischievous. I love their outfits. I just love the detailing. I can like feel the texture of their costumes yes, or their outfits. Yes. Yes, um, yes, But my favorite color plate of all is Glinda. It's towards the end and it's Stop. Glinda searching the records. Like how could it be anything Iconic. else? Iconic. This is when I think of Glinda, this is one of the main illustrations that comes to my mind. She's wearing this beautiful pink, soft pink like robe dress with this amazing crown covering dark hair she has like a pearlish necklace and she's in a room that i honestly want to live in it looks like the beast's library but small like a little cove of the beast's library she has this huge book of her records with these really long candlesticks and she's just surrounded by these tomes of books and it just she's burning the midnight oil
0: she is it's so dreamy it is so dreamy and the books are massive that she's mm-hmm. opening like she has the great book of records in front of her like you said and it looks like there's multiple great book of records but yes can we please talk about this oh. this stunning gown that she is in and this how like I'm obsessed with like how the monarchies and the like powerful witches are adorned I guess and honest mm. like she has a very distinct crown it's a tiny little crown that's like at the top of her head that yeah. drapes down then into a cloth that covers yeah. her head it's like very modest in a way too but I'm curious to see like someone rocking this today like what this would look like this
1: feels like, like a Met Gala
0: outfit yes you know 100.
1: And it's I could so see that.
0: billowing like this gown is mm-hmm. billowing like there's just so it's like fabric upon
1: fabric. I love but
0: it. I would love to wear this even if it was like a hundred pounds.
1: I would it looks it. heavy. I was gonna it look, say, it does, does looks look heavy, real heavy. And she has but, this really pretty like brooch in the center at the front. Yes. That's really pretty and looks sparkly. This is like Glenda prepares to go to war it does it's giving me like civil war vibes too like just big dresses
0: this is her moment that she has too before she's like okay we gotta I gotta dig into the great book of records that is a big book so I can figure out if this makes sense for us to engage in this war which I mean with an actual Mm. war happening right now in our world like it's actually interesting to read Marvelous Land with like Oz Mm -hmm. is in war, right? Like in Marvelous Land, which we'll talk about as we get there. But this Mm -hmm. is like that quiet moment, like the decision-making of should Glinda invest in this war? Should she put her name down? Like it's almost like NATO vibes right now. She is kind of a NATO right now, where she's like the peaceful overkeep. um, And she's got to have good enough reason if she's going to go against the Emerald City. She doesn't really want to do it. I can't right. wait to get into the shade she casts too. The shade. Love her. They, yeah, when like Scarecrow's like, but they stole the crown. She's like, you stole the crown too.
1: <laughs> I'm like Glinda. Yeah, Glinda. There was one of my favorite lines. We'll get into it, but there's a line that's just said that just says Glinda was very angry, and to me that really hit home because <laughs> I just I love it. I love it.
0: I love Glinda um, in this book. She is my favorite. Well, we'll get into get our favorite. Glinda. But- I think Linda is my like favorite because we don't get this in Wizard of Oz at all. We just get right. like this, a like almost pristine. like yeah, like angelic
1: fairy yes. godmother
0: vibes. Yes. Now yes. we're getting like, oh, she's warrior. a warrior queen. Yeah. Like she's got this. She's Daenerys Targaryen, mother. Yes,
1: of yes. mother of yes. dragons. That's okay. all I know about that character because I didn't watch. But yes,
0: <laughs> she's pretty awesome. But <laughs> I will say that was my favorite too. I'm like that cool. is. I would give a, sh- a second honorable mention to mm-hmm. <laughs> the sunflowers.
1: I know. I do love that one.
0: Giving me like. Do, 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 do. Like they're giving me the Alice in Wonderland. Da, da, da,
1: da. Yep. Yep. You all learn like, a lot of things.
0: So this, this um, illustration is the faces looked upon the astonished band with mocking smiles. <laughs> so this is when, um, tip. Ter- and his his misfit band has to take on <laughs> have to take on all the delusions or illusions rather that Mombi is presenting. And the first mm-hmm. one is this field of sunflowers that's clearly meant to be, um, oh. you know, a summer stock company.
1: <laughs> this is. Oh wait, I just had an idea. What? So you know how in the Broadway production of of Wizard of Oz they have the poppy girls. Yeah, this I need that. to see, I need to see the sunflower costume because that's, that's what we was. would be wearing.
0: Right. I, this is what that I was.
1: love it. I just had the image pop into my head and it's exquisite.
0: I think they would have recycled those costumes. And,
1: it's like <laughs> and been like, here's orange now.
0: <laughs> yeah. We're going to be orange instead of this really lovely red. So it's
1: a fun picture. It's they're great. In the
0: clearing. Yeah. The Tin Man has his axe up, but he's like, I can't hurt these like Pretty girl flowers.
1: I was gonna say your boyfriend is about to chop
0: away something.
1: Baby. Yeah, chop, chop away.
0: <laughs> Nick chop, chop.
1: Nick choppy chop. That's a good I,
0: one. Yeah, I love it. That's my second favorite. But Glinda, what is it? What does it say underneath Glinda for that? Let's just present what it says. Oh yeah, Glinda
1: searches the records. <laughs> She's searching the records. Simple. Simple, simple. My second favorite is the gump soared swiftly and majestically away and oh, yeah. it just the shows game. you the, the illustration of the gump and all of our friends in this little sofa chair which is just the wildest wackiest it also looks like the the domed apparently we learned that in the that in oz uh all of the houses the roofs the r- <laughs> Why can't I talk roofs? The roofs, the roofs,
0: the, the roofs? roofs have smiles. That's what it is. The roofs the have roofs smiles. Have
1: smile. The roofs Why can't I think of the word? They have smiles. That's a weird word to stop and think of. Roofs. About. Everyone, I know. We want let's you to keep going.
0: No, no, no. Everyone, take a moment. Just say I'm roofs. Like I'm right embarrassed. Now. No, no, no. Say the word
1: roofs. That is weird. Ooh, roofs. Roofs? Roofs. 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 Wait, wait. Um, roof. Roof, hook,
0: hook, hook. Like that's that moment in Hook
1: when he's like, oh. "Oh my gosh, it is!" <laughs> my brain. Do you ever feel like your brain just like, guh, 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 like oh a, yeah, it
0: splits. You're yeah, like, oh, that wait. I've never it's like that stuck
1: in a wheel. And there's a cog in the machine, and it's like, cool. Oh. that's yeah.
0: I, that's a weird word, though. Listeners, really roofs, try it. Roofs,
1: try it out loud right now wherever you are. <laughs> but yes, I love that the the roofs have smiles, and it looks like they have eyes. Oh, so cool. Cute,
0: inanimate is having personalities. They got bomb, him a bomb and his illustrator. I guess now signature to Oz. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, M, oh. let's go back. Let's like let's go through this text and see like what jumped out at us. What we want to pause and talk about. Wow. I'm really pumped. Starting with our ch- first chapter, which is Tip manufactures a pumpkin head. So we're going to kind of breeze yes, through the does. whole book, but just stop about stop and chat about. What really, you know, land it with us, any rabbit holes we fell down, any quotes we underlined, and just take it from there. But let's talk a little bit about just Tip and Mombi's relationship, this whole kind of setup. So, yeah. Em, what jumped out at you at the beginning of this book that you would like to present?
1: So we find out that Tip's full name is Tipitarius, which yes. I it I, just tickles like, me. Like mombi came me. up
0: with it, right? Like
1: Mombi named him. I know, did mom, Ma- yeah, I guess mombi named Tip. Mm -hmm. And she was like, let's, obviously it must be Tipitarius. I (laughs) I just love it. Love love her. her. I have a soft spot for her. They reside in the country of the Gillikins, which is in the northern region of the Land of Oz. Can I have a
0: pause for a second there? I am actually unsure about this. And this is probably something I should should have fact-checked. Is Gillikin named in The Wonderful Wizard of Oz? The country of the Gillikins? Yeah. Is it just the north country? I can't recall. I mean, maybe this. Is I village. thought it was, I said, oh, that land, like at the top. Cause like we didn't go to Gillikin country. Like we're starting in the land that we didn't go to in the wonderful, wonderful wizard of Oz. We went to every other land. Oh, they, went to quadling, right. they went to quadling. They went to Winky. They went to Munchkin and they went to Emerald city, Avi, but yeah, they didn't go to Gillikin. This is like the untouched land. So I thought that was interesting right. to just start right away. In a new in a, land, in a new land, like the only one we hadn't visited, but I couldn't quite remember if they had named it in *The Wonderful Wizard*.
1: I know well, part of me while thinks while you're they speaking. Did. Yeah,
0: Well, while, while keep, continue on, I'm just gonna
1: I'm please, gonna look it up. Please do some research, of course. So we find out that Tip does not remember his parents. He was brought to live with Mambi. Um, That's all we kind of know in the beginning. Um, she is known for quote dark magic. However, here's where we can get into. She was actually not allowed to be a <gasps> witch. M. M. Tell me what. M. M.
0: Sarah, I, was right. Sarah. I was right. I was right. I was right. Helican country is the oh, hook.
1: hook, hook. The country <laughs> We're going to keep the, calling it
0: back. <laughs> it's the only region in Oz that is not mentioned by name in the first book.
1: It's not mentioned. No, it says this. on oh, Oz wiki, Wow. And I,
0: and I trust the Oz wiki. It says, trust, um, yeah. It is first used at the beginning of the second book, The Marvel Sand of Oz. This is kind wow. of like Dorothy Gale will come back in Ozma. And we but did not have it. it was Gale. Yet. No, there was no Gale before.
1: So we never knew what the North was called. We just knew it was the North. <laughs> Ruth
0: Pomley Thompson said, it's not G-I-L-I-L-I-K-I-N. Did I just, did I, that's like Mississippi. I don't even know if I just
1: L-L-L-L-A-Kins? felt
0: right. She said, I'm going to add an E instead of an I at the end.
1: Okay, Ruth. What Gillikens? She
0: said Gillikens. This
1: reminds me, my Gilliken copy. doll. Gillikendoll. My so I am reading. I actually don't know. This is the copies I have are from Sweet Cherry Publishing, and um, they're really cute. It's a box set that Jimmy got for me, and Who's they not? have these like. <laughs> Who's Jimmy? Not
0: third roommate.
1: He is not third roommate um they're the same person we you just call, call them, them our valentines our valentines they're our valentines <laughs> all year long no um so there the illustrations are really cute but my cover i texted Ter the other day i said my cover on the front has two l's in marvelous and that makes like, no sense to me whoops. there might be a little jankiness about these and i love it
0: <laughs> they were like too late to recall
1: too late sorry
0: I mean, but you getting- should look. We should look that up is for um, Instagram fun to see if like they made a mistake and it just got printed. Yeah, no.
1: I wonder. They're like, oh wait, that's not yes. how you spell marvelous.
0: <laughs> Continue on. I'm so rubes. sorry to interrupt
1: you. No, yes. Rubes. Um. Okay, so rooms. <laughs> <rubes>. So about <laughs> Mombi. On the very first page, we we see people don't want to associate with mommy because they suspect she's indulging in magical arts. The next paragraph she is. Bitches. but she is bitches next paragraph Mombi was not exactly a witch because the good witch who ruled that part of the land of oz yeah. had forbidden any other witch to exist in her dominions so, so it's is- actually unlawful to be more than a sorceress or at most a wizardess
0: so this is our sweetheart our sweetheart in white at the top of wonderful Wizard of Oz, the good witch, the unnamed good witch of the North that she is referencing. Yes, yes, so yes, yes.
1: Who She's you, a jealous. You all bitty. know,
0: you all know if you've been following us since the beginning, Miss Terataglia
1: Tagliaferro, not Miss. Mrs. Patrick Roberts. Not Mrs.
0: Patrick Roberts. I don't know who that is. We like to talk about <laughs> that as a ghost of someone. I don't know. Miss um, Tara Tagliaferro firmly believes that shady, that shady, shady witchy She is, I think, a conspirator of a lot of things that we just don't know what's going on. Like, if I were to ever take on any kind of like fandom, Oz fandom literature, I would totally revolve it around her because
1: this is another like
0: weird thing. Like, what she's she's saying? Who can practice and who can't? And there can only be one. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. I don't like any kind of like person saying you've got to do it this way. because that feels really territorial.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Only like, one good witch. Why isn't no. mom be allowed to even be a witch? I she have doesn't sympathy. even want to be a good witch.
0: <laughs> I know. She just wants to be a witch. She's like, I don't want to be a good witch. I don't want to be a bad witch. I just want to be a witch. Like, she wants to figure out who she is. So it's I have women sympathy. competing
1: against each other, which we I are know. not against. We should be supporting women.
0: I know and <laughs> I I really have sympathy for Mombi like at the top of this cuz I'm like oh she's been like on the outskirts she's like in the fringe territory of which witchery in Oz cuz she probably innately has intuitive magical abilities it's clear that she can do some pretty awesome things that I don't think these these self you know self proclaimed compass witches can do like the cardinal witches whatever we want to call them I don't think right. they can do any of that so maybe they're also threatened By the fact that, oh, she's like more talented than us. Uh I think so.
1: Well, I think that could also be monarchy
0: or any kind of like power. Like, if like there's more talent coming from somewhere else, there's definitely or like more skill, whatever it might be, or
1: more connection to the people. There's a threat, you know? 100%. And I think maybe this is why I don't know her full backstory, but perhaps the reason she has turned to darker magic or. Doing evil deeds because she was like, well, what? These biddies aren't allowing me to even practice my craft. This,
0: This can be said to so many things. Like I immediately think of like how we need to decriminalize drug use too, because this also is something that like when people are put into like the mass incarceration system in our country, it's almost like impossible to break out of that. Em and I just read the new Jim Crow, which is like, mm-hmm. Oh God, that book is I think a must for every single person. Cause it's like, sincerely, like we have a humanitarian crisis on our hands that we don't speak about at all. And we just like allow it to exist. Like, Obviously yes there needs to be punishment there needs to be places for people who are a threat to society but what we do for minor crimes and also for people who don't have any other option um with maybe some of the choices they've made in rehab is non-existent it's just like a cuff into a system that can, keeps you in like second class status forever or below you know what i mean like there's no mm-hmm like getting out of that's what I think of as happening to Mombi in a weird way it's like she's stuck she has to t- talk to dark wizards because she can't talk to the ones who are like the quote unquote like right legitimized or like you know whatever she can't talk to them she's so, got to get crafty so she's having to go and like yeah I'm, I'm really intrigued by Mombi because I see her as like wanting to be who she is but she doesn't have the resources that she should have
1: Yes, she's been cut off from those resources. I agree. Love Mombi, but Tip hates her. It is explicitly yeah, said.
0: She's not good to Tip. That's tip a is big problem.
1: Yeah, that's not good. She needs to work on that. So I love she her, apparently, but not for this. <laughs> yeah, get it together. She apparently has to go buy "quote unquote" groceries, which is a We're lie. Obsessed. We find out <laughs> what We're would she obsessed. be buying? Like ginger root.
0: Can I also just pause and share? Like, I love just to talk about tip for a second. I love there's a little mention. He's like really excellent at self care. And I just want to share why, share why I think that, um, so he has this little moment where, um, like his, this, is kind of going through his like daily routine at the top of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And when he was supposed to be working in the cornfields, and the tall stalks hid him from Momby's view, Tip would often dig in the gopher holes, or if the mood seized him, lie upon his back between the rows of corn and take a nap. So by taking care not to exhaust his strength, he grew as strong and rugged as a boy may be.
1: Oh, love that! That like Way made me go, chills. Tip.
0: Yeah, I really. I really love Tip, and I love like the t- obvious Geppetto vibes we're gonna get from him in a second yes. too.
1: <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. Go ahead. I just wanted to point that out. No, I love that. He's really sweet. I also wrote a note. Um, have you ever had ague? No, I think I <laughs> I circled that. <laughs> yeah, it's apparently like a fever. Huh? It's just flu-like symptoms. But I saw ague. I was like, what? Apparently at some point he had COVID (laughs) perhaps. Oh, (laughs) oh, I love that you presence that he, yeah, he takes care of himself. He seems mature, which I love tip too. And I just
0: think mommy ain't no mom. She ain't no no guardian. Tip has had
1: to figure it out.
0: Yeah. She, he, we we find out like he's a trade for her. Like, so She's. she's not, this is where she is completely failing. She's failing a young child,
1: a young child. Yes.
0: But he's, He's is really resourceful so
1: yes and creative he he he's, like,
0: he's a Shirley Temple orphan and this is like how all is. of Shirley Shirley Temple orphan characters were always like I'm gonna make the best of what I've got yeah there's, I'm there's gonna even, smile there's even a moment where he's like I guess we'll have to tramp I was like Shirley Temple would say that she's like I guess tramp. we'll have to tramp like she Love would say tramp. something like that
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like
0: it's just so cute like they're also like a little problematic, I think like a, sh- a problematic sheen that is put over being an orphan. Like we've talked about this countless oh, times. Oh yeah.
1: Uh, like glamor, not glamorizes, glamorizes but it's, it. it's no, like, romanticizes no, there it. like romanticizes. There was one point in my life where I was like, I wish I was an orphan because I read so many like books like this or like yeah. secret, the secret garden was my favorite book and her parents are gone. You know, I was like, all the orphans seem to have fun. My parents just, are ruining everything. <laughs> this was a
0: pivotal plot point in my one woman show that I did 10 years ago um because I had a Shirley Temple segment and I was like I thought I had to be an orphan to do
1: at <laughs> theater. Like that's I so didn't understand. funny. Like, that's well, kind we've of got Annie, up, we've got Shirley, yes. we've got Tip. Her, Shirley really
0: had two parents. Like, it was like, oh my gosh, she has two oh, parents. Oh, every, was, like,
1: like totally Disney sad. child, all their moms die in these films. Right. You know, it's just like, yeah, tragedy has befallen. So Tip is also very creative and has to entertain himself, which I feel like is also a hallmark of these characters we've just mentioned. So yeah. he's like, I'm going to scare mommy. Ha ha ha. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and he finds a pumpkin, and he finds some sapling, and he creates a makeshift like man or person out of these materials. He carves a face into it, the pumpkin. Um, and my favorite detail was he goes into Momby's room or her chest and steals I her clothes.
0: Have questions? There, I have questions with <laughs> Momby's treasures. So, like, what, what is in lay- there? When did
1: she wear this? I read right? more. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. I also love. I feel like you would love this, Uh, Jack. Well, we find out his name is Jack Pumpkinhead later on. His mouth is shaped like a new moon.
0: I love that. Isn't that As cute? Not, that's not a new moon is invisible,
1: baby. As made. a new moon is invisible,
0: we, we mean a half moon. We, we mean, mean a like crescent
1: moon. Yes. Oh, the moon witch is here, y'all. As She's a, here to mean, call you out. <laughs> I will.
0: I think I, I may have shared this on the podcast before, but it's one of my favorite stories. When I was doing producers mm-hmm. at the Malt Jupiter Theater, um, one of I did a new moon ritual with my cast. Like, they were all really like, Can we do something? I was like, Got you. Aww. So I like, we had like a little moment in the dressing room, I think. And then at night, I saw my friend Dennis like wandering around. He's like, I'm trying to find the moon so I could like speak my desires to the moon i was like baby the moon's invisible right now I'm like she's there you gotta trust Aww, her. he was trying was like, he was like looking for the moon It was
1: so where cute. is she <laughs> um i love it baby i was
0: like baby you know we can't see her right now she's, Bibi. she's saying you take up space baby um, well you
1: should have been there for a bomb to consult because i duh
0: mommy mommy would have known he just had to channel her a little bit more she would have known just a Um, little bit (laughs) just just a little bit I have to just pause because this is where I took a rabbit hole nothing crazy I'll just make this brief but I was like wait when did jack-o'-lanterns become a thing
1: oh yeah where
0: where does jack pumpkin head come from Mm. um I can tell you so it's an Irish tradition that is number one okay here we go This is from National Geographic.
1: Oh, she's given us some science. Yeah. mm -hmm. The twisted
0: transatlantic tale of American jack-o'-lanterns, Celtic rituals, tricks of nature, and deals with the devil have all played a part in creating this iconic symbol of Halloween. The original one, when you, if you go to this article, you will go, oh, it's really horrifying. (laughs) Um, because they were usually made out of turnips and they are frightening. They are kind of like Voldemort face esque, like no oh, Turnips, Yeah. The nose is missing. So it's very Voldemorty, which that choice not to go off on a Harry Potter tangent. It's like terrifying. I think, I think that was a Ralph. How do you say his name? Ralph Fiennes. Who plays Voldemort and
1: Harry. Potter oh, I don't know. Ralph Fiennes.
0: I think it's Ralph Fiennes. I think I'm saying that correctly. Um, he, I think, had something to do with, like, wanting to take away some of his humanity. I think so. In the face. Oh, but anyways, you'll see, like, a Voldemort-esque face when you come onto this website. Okay. Ooh. So the origins of jack-o'-lanterns aren't limited to produce. The term also referred to people. According to Merriam-Webster, in 17th century Britain, it was common to call a man whose name you didn't know, Jack. That was just a common thing. Hey, like, Jack. hey Jack. Yeah, hey, Jack. <laughs> a night watchman, for example, became known as Jack of the Lantern.
1: Or jack-o-lantern. So jack o'
0: lantern. So it just kind of like a lantern. Yeah. So, like a night watchman kind of inspired what was going to happen with this Celtic tradition of making, of carving vegetables into these like lantern like um, ghost. Scareers? Ghostbusters? I don't even even know how I'm I'm (laughs) describing it correctly. Okay. Then there's the 18th century Irish folktale of Stingy Jack, an unsavory fellow often said to be a blacksmith who had a fondness for mischief like Tip. Tip has a fondness for mischief and booze, (laughs) not like Tip. Dozens Hmm. of versions abound, but one reoccurring storyline is that Stingy Jack tricked the devil twice. When Jack died, oh, no. he found himself barred from heaven and from hell. So he's like in a limbo. But the devil took some pity on Jack, giving him an ember of coal to light his turn-up lantern as he wandered between both places for eternity, again, inspiring the nickname Jack of the Lantern or Jack-o'-lantern. It was also used as a cautionary tale, a m- mortality tale, that Jack was a soul trapped between two worlds. If you behaved like he did, you could end like up like that too. So that's an interesting little something. I mean, this article we can put in the show notes if you want to know more about the history of jack-o'-lanterns. And like, there's a whole section called Coming to America. Um, It says, basically, the tradition of jack-o'-lanterns had taken root in the new world, showing up in early American literature and media. Nathaniel Hawthorne referenced one in his 1835 short story, The Great Carbuncle, And again, in 1852, with feather top about a scarecrow with a carved pumpkin head. So, very bombian imagery, right there. Um, According to this author, Cindy Ott, who wrote Pumpkin, the Curious History of an American Icon, the first image Uh of a pumpkin jack-o'-lantern is likely one that appeared in an 1867 issue of harper's weekly so i will try to find that from instagram to put that on up but of course we get the legend of sleepy hollow changes everything in 1820 propelling the pumpkin into american culture like never before in the short story's climax the headless horseman chucks an on carved pumpkin at Ichabod green and we never see him again after that um so the most terrifying images is the like him holding this um this, um, headless horseman holding a fiery jack-o'-lantern, which Uh... helps the story become just like the epitome of like Halloween classics. Um, so yeah, that's just a little something about like what was already in the American lexicon and imagery before Baum added this very, very American new character into this world. Like this, We have the scarecrow and then we have a pumpkin head. Like this is just, we are like really just relishing Americana. dunk like hillbilly, like, and I Autumn say this in the vibes. best way. Yeah. Like it's just that like country vibes of Americana. So that's just a little uh, something, but totally rooted in um, Irish immigrants bringing the tradition over.
1: Ter, I loved that. And I also, as you were talking, I just Google image searched and I actually, you got it. You found like, it. I jumped at these photos. They are very frightening. The turnips are
0: horrifying.
1: The turnips are scary. I'm not going to lie. Ah, thank you for I sharing. Mean, that was so cool.
0: They make a big point in the book because <laughs> you got it. They make a big point in the book to say like his smile is so sweet. Like I think to soften yes.
1: Jack and how,
0: yes. um, Oh God, we need a nickname for him. Johnny, Johnny Arneal, Johnny, how Johnny,
1: <laughs> how Johnny.
0: Johnny draws him to is so warm. And like, yes, like I'm, I don't mean this, but I do mean this like Santa Claus vibes. Like he's approachable. You know what I mean? Like I want, I want to sit on his lap and tell him about my day. You know what I mean? Like he could be my friend.
1: He could be my friend. Oh, 100%. He is not going to lie. I think because he also feels very similar to the scarecrow personality wise. I think he's one of my favorite characters in the whole Um, thing.
0: Yeah, I agree. And it's cool to have him with the scarecrow because they are very different, but they're very similar. And yes. this group, as we get into it, is so cool to watch in interactions like bomb. This is it. Like this, this is a it good group. For him. Mm-hmm. And this is like the dialogue is just so fun. Like he really is tapping into different traits. Like I love it so much. But anyways, shall we get into the powder? Let's continue.
1: <laughs> so tip does end up naming him Jack Pumpkinhead. Yes. Mombi has returned, and we find out that she was not out to get groceries. Tip is in hiding at this point. And she was visiting with a wizard who we don't find out the name, but a later on. A crooked wizard. A crooked wizard. Ooh. Who resided in a
0: lonely cave in
1: the mountains. Oh, he's lonely. Oh, no. I yes. See, okay. like, I'm like looking <laughs> these details,
0: and I'm like, see, like, that's not cool, though. Like, of course, like, when you're lonely, like, look at Wicked Witch of the west like yes just in that happen. tower being an internet troll right like you just yep. become like a sourpuss
1: yes um she decides that she she sees this pumpkin and i must say <laughs> she's not really faced <laughs> my, she's my not yeah she's tip, not great <laughs> trick that didn't really work she was <laughs> like he work oh. so hard
0: he's Her like he, ex- yeah she's like whatever
1: her exact words, which this is just one thing, not to get too into this, but it made me giggle. Like, is this a form, is this a common phrase from Bomb's time? Because it happens multiple times. <laughs> Here's a quote. "He ejaculated Mombi."
0: Oh, wait, where?
1: Is is that is that also in your book?
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, that, I, bree- I breezed over it.
1: <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. We did not I don't use
0: that word like that. Before. Yeah.
1: I guess it, I never knew that it was just like used a word as vomit. A, yeah. 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 I mean, it makes yes, sense.
0: Word vomit. But, it, mommy. but can
1: you imagine if I wrote that today, like in an email? Oh, I'd be, that'd be terrible.
0: So, um, mm. Em just ejaculated these words like, ew, that's wild.
1: <laughs> I ate it. I just had to. We can move on from that. But
0: moving okay. on, moving on,
1: <laughs> moving on quickly. No, it made me laugh. I was just going to say,
0: mombi. When she's like, oh yay I have a chance to try my new powder. I mean, she immediately is just like into this like weird thing in her path. Um, and she's she's pissed at she's pissed at Tip just because he's like messing with her. But she's like, oh yay, a project. And (laughs) um I love this. And then I can tell whether that crooked wizard has fairly traded secrets or whether he has fooled
1: me as wickedly as I fooled him as
0: wickedly as she treated false secrets.
1: Oh, she's such a she's a bad girl.
0: She gave him probably a ring that will make his finger turn green.
1: Oh no, Bombi. I, I love it.
0: Love, I love it too. And I love that the detail, of, like she peppers Jack like a baked potato.
1: I know. It's actually <laughs> that such a great,
0: that's such a great line though, but she's so yeah. pumped. And then she's this is ready. Like, this is totally a callback for me to Wicked Witch of the West of like, yeah. hippie, pippy
1: Oh, like, I laughed so hard. Yeah. So um, she sprinkles the powder.
0: Can you do it? Can you say? Oh, yeah.
1: it? Can- I practiced. I knew you would ask.
0: I need you to do it.
1: <laughs> so she has a pepper box and she kind of pours it over him and she lifts her left hand and with her little finger pointed upward right. said, Ugh! Then she lifted her right hand with the thumb pointed upward and said, Duh! <laughs> then she lifted both hands with all fingers and thumbs spread out and cried.
0: <laughs> that was excellent. Can I tell you in my head that just made me so happy because this is in return to Oz. You might not remember. This is in return. To I Oz don't
1: remember that. because You've only, only seen, seen, it, seen once.
0: it once. Right. It's burned into my memory and it's. Yeah. We all. og." I said, I, said <laughs> I loved what you did. It is spelled W
1: E A U G H. Also, just to say, did the powder
0: of life bring to life the scarecrow? Something we have questioned. Oh, my goodness past. gracious. Yes. Right. Like, how did he come to life? Like, Could did, those munch- did those munchkin farmers also know this crooked wizard who has this? insane potion i bet or like, they do not even it's not even a potion it is like a season powder food. yeah a seasoning yeah. <laughs> a seasoning
1: wow anyways yeah
0: wild like, Is the scarecrow also a concoction of the powder he could
1: be he could be so that would make them like brothers
0: I, right like right i also think of that song from sweet charity it's like the rhythm of life i want to be like the powder of life I just want to like
1: do. Any OzDesk concert? Is that a. We should, should we cover it?
0: I think we could. I think we
1: could parody. The powder of life. Deep cut. Bring,
0: <laughs> brings to life
1: your furniture. Okay, keep going. <laughs> I love this. Well, Jack does indeed come to life. And she, uh, momby gets upset and goes and finds Tip. And she basically locks Pumpkinhead in a cow stall.
0: Everyone and- is so willing, though. They're like, Okay, do what you want with us, Mombi. Like they don't fight her; they don't really
1: rebel. It's <laughs> yeah, true. They just like let her
0: do that. Like makes it's me true. laugh. Like, Tip is just like sitting there, like while she's like, "I'm gonna make you into a statue." She's like, "Okay."
1: <laughs> I know. He's just like cool. Their reactions are really funny. So she's kind of putting him to work, and she basically tells him that she's making an elixir that she's gonna make Tip drink the next day. Which I'm like. <laughs>
0: why like, oh, the next day? Your secrets yeah she's like I'm gonna meet Patrick this the next day One I'm point. gonna
1: beat you up tomorrow like
0: yeah <laughs> I don't like, I mean he's gonna run like he's I would going
1: save. to escape because it's she says so yeah funny. she's gonna turn him into a marble statue and decorate her garden with him
0: <laughs> I love her I
1: love her so much. This makes me laugh so bad. So yeah, she's to, like, "I'll do it tomorrow because it has I'll to be do... cold,
0: right? It like needs to be." Room oh, it has
1: to cool. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a reason. Like she doesn't just say like, "Oh, never mind." Like it's like, "Oh, this needs to cool down." But <laughs> hilarious.
1: And but I relate just, like, to her. I'd be like, "I'm tired."
0: <laughs> and she goes to bed, and he's not even locked up. Like at least in that Shirley Temple, marvelous land. Like at least no, like. They like choose to put Tip in like a little like prison no. chamber he cage. Just goes thing. to bed. No, he's literally just out in the
1: open. He's like, out. In t- <laughs> it's like <laughs> the dog with,
0: yeah. It's do- the dog with the keys in his mouth. Like it's this is easy.
1: So the he's flight out of, in the open. <laughs> the flight of the
0: fugitives. I yeah. want it to be a song. The flight of the fugitives. Flight
1: like, of yeah. the bumblebees. <laughs> Yes. So Tip is like, okay, well, I'm not staying here. So he steals her powder of life, and he's like, oh, Jack, I made him, so I should probably just bring him along. I don't want Mombi to do whatever she's going to do wait. to him.
0: Can we pause for one second? I'm just yeah. looking at my notes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And when Tip asks, "What will it do to me?" Like he asks, "Like what is this powder going to do to me?" She says. If it's properly made, it will change or transform you into a marble statue. Just fact. And he goes, "Tip groaned. That's what it says. Groaned, gro- groaned, and wiped." The, but he did. He did wipe the perspiration from his forehead with his sleeve. But the fact that he groaned, like that's the reaction, it kills me a little bit. Like he didn't just get up and go. Ah! Like I would have ran. But anyways, <laughs> Tip is smart because he does escape. And he takes something very important with him. What is it, Em?
1: Two things. I'm not, I'm not over that. Different. I'm not over that. <laughs> oh man. <He's> like, Damn. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> wow. My day. Oh. Is wet down the drain. It's so funny. He takes the powder of life and he takes Jack. The powder of life and a Jack. The powder of, the- of life. He's like, I don't want Jack to be left with Mombi. That doesn't feel no. right. No, and
0: that's sick. It's actually very sweet that he thinks to take Jack. Well, also Jack is his Pinocchio. Like he worked really hard on Jack, and yeah,
1: now he's alive.
0: Yeah, yes, and I mean, this little image is one of my favorites that is in the book. It's one of the black and white images of the two of them fleeing Mombi, and there's like a sweet like road they're on, and there's like a birdhouse in the background, and they're going down the streets. Jack's scarf is flying in the wind oh. that he has wrapped around him. He's holding tip's hand. It's really sweet. Like they're friends. Like you could just tell like yeah. they're in this together. I also just want a young home alone era. Macaulay Coken to have played <laughs> tip. Like, Oh, that's a, so
1: right. That's correct.
0: You, you know, when he's like, in, it's one of my favorite moments. It's in home alone one. When he's like, the cars are still here. They couldn't have gone to the airport. He's like, oh. like, it's that cute little, like, moment he oh has this moment where he's like i'll be glad to get away for i never did like the old woman i wonder how i came to live with her like there's like all these like <laughs> spoken out loud it's like oh,
1: just I to himself I you're just, right Holly Colton would just be like uh, groan. He would, he would just be he would like, lean into that groan. oh uh, he,
0: he would just lean into like the i wonder how i ever came to live with. Him. i wonder
1: yeah families in florida <laughs> Yes. and i'm in new york I just
0: want to time travel and have the poly cook and read these lines He could still um, do it and then here's that line that I, I cracked up over earlier
1: all we've got to do now is tramp we've got a tramp <laughs> thank you so much for listening to down the yellow brick pod If you are feeling fresh with your fingertips, scroll on over to Apple Podcasts and now Spotify, to leave us a glowing rate and review. It's a big help. Each person who leaves us an Apple review will be entered to win our end of the season Oz giveaway, including a gift basket of Aussie book goodies that, trust me, you aren't going to want to miss. All previous reviews will also be considered in our entries. We see you. Further fun and ways to support us can be found at our Etsy swag shop,
0: from Good Witch Trouble merch to our new Fab Four of Oz icon collection. With a big shout out to our graphic designer Maddie Frank. Find us also on Patreon and Instagram via Down the Yellow Brick Pod, as well as on
1: Venmo at Down the YBP. We always appreciate a tip tip here. Let's escape to Oz soon, okay? Okay, Auntie Anne.